Hello and welcome to the Engineering YouTube and podcast. I'm Paul, your host. This podcast is all about Porsche and the cars and the people and the technology and the engineering that goes behind it. You'll find your Porsche stories, which is us, me, talking to you about your Porsche, your journeys and your life experiences with those cars. Tech Talk, which is all about the technical aspects of Porsche. Waffle, which is just me whittering on about basically anything with some friends. And Heritage, which looks at the entire journey of Porsche from the earliest days to the present day. If that sounds interesting to you, then stick around. Welcome back to the Engineering YouTube and podcast, and welcome to episode 24. We're going to talk about uh, Alex Nash's Porsche 356A, and we're going to get to that in a few minutes. Um, that's your Porsche story, which is already out on YouTube, so you can go and watch it if you're a, um, a YouTube viewer. If you're here just for the audio and you're driving around all over the country, if you're some sort of truck driver or if you're sat uh, in a coffee bar and having a nice cup of coffee and you've got your headphones in, or if you're just really that bored at home that this is what you've ended up listening to, then welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Um I normally do it if you're if you're new to this podcast. Uh, I do a check in quickly before I get to the 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 meat of the actual podcast episode. So this is just that check in. Um, so on that monetization. So the engineering YouTube and podcast is dedicated to the Porsche brand, um, but also it's about uh, the Bren 550, which is my uh build at some point um but it needs funding and that isn't cheap to fund a car build from scratch especially when you're talking about a carbon fiber bodied porsche 550 spider evocation based on a lotus chassis a lotus elise chassis with an air-cooled engine um none of that sounds cheap it's not so uh in one i funded a fair chunk of it already myself um i will continue to do that obviously but uh, by monetizing on YouTube and people watching and subscribing and um, supporting the channel, um, as soon as it's monetized, all that ad revenue goes into the pot to be actually to be building the car. So when I say subscribe, you know, it's because it's funding the channel to actually do something specific. So if you want to see a car being built from scratch, the longest piston heads um, or jalopnik thread in the world, uh, this is it. So yeah, do head over to YouTube and subscribe and follow and like and share and tag and yeah, and, and comment. All those things really, really, really help. Um, I'm about two thirds of the way there to being able to monetize. So, it, it, and this has all happened in the last six weeks. I think uh, last time I checked on a 28 day cycle because that's how it, YouTube works in terms of its, um, out, you know, its uh, data and analytics. Uh, I'm a where the channels are about 260,000 impressions and about 28,000 views per month something like that anyway so in good shape for a pretty new channel getting new subscribers every day all this is really great news and even better some of the feedback I've had um, I had someone specific from Auto Farm reach out after the Auto Farm episode and say um, how much they appreciated it and they thought I was doing a really fantastic job so uh, which is great really nice lovely to hear I always like hearing flattering feedback who doesn't um yeah so all good on the uh, on the channel front um I've had the feedback from the podcast there's still work to do on the podcast to be you know the, the consistencies 
really important. Um, it's a really congested space now, I think, in the, uh, the automotive sector. Um, and you've got lots of people doing a really high quality podcast. Uh, this is much more meat and potatoes. It's much more down to earth than some of the really well crafted ones. Uh, at some point, there'll be a podcast studio with proper gear that makes it all sound absolutely perfect. Um, but I'm not going to invest that money because the, the way this works is the. Um, in order to do that, I would have to have separate podcasting and separate YouTube channel content. What I want to do is is be able to combine the two. So um, if you, as I said before. You can either watch the episode or I'll um, distill out all the important bits and put that in a podcast episode. So either way, whichever way you look at it, you're going to get some good content. Uh, but that does mean it's a little bit more raw than some of the other polished ones. Uh, but I'm still here fighting the good fight. So um, yeah, and, and there are still five star reviews for this podcast, which is a bit of a miracle. But there they are. Uh, industry news. There is a bit more news on me, but I'll come to that at the end. Um, Industry news then, sustainable fuels at Goodwood. Uh, Goodwood next year for Festival of Speed and Revival are going to be using wholly sustainable fuel, which is absolutely amazing. And it's such a show of um, the fact that it is not just about electric cars. Um, I think the only one I've really loved so far is the McMurty um, because it blew my mind. Going past. I think it blew everyone's mind going past. Um but yeah, the, the fact that sustainable fuels exist, they're being invested in, it, I think it's really going to start shaping, you know, a properly sustainable future, which is, and, and this is what really gets me going about greenwashing, is it's not about how you fuel your car, it's about the entire life cycle. So raw materials, um, build, you know, all the supply chain that goes with that build, the distribution, you know, the the marketing even, I mean, it literally goes on and on and on. All of these things contribute. So, you know, I run a 2012 VW up with over 100,000 miles on it. It's a one litre with the barely, you know, it's pumps out just over a, it's just over 100 grams per kilometre of CO2. Um, and therefore it attracts the, like the minimum amount of road tax as well for the UK. I don't know how it does. It's done it elsewhere in the world, but um over here it's broadly based on emissions and that's how the taxes run for the cars um it costs absolutely nothing to run it's been through its life cycle it's out the other end it's basically worth nothing now that is a much more sustainable way of operating a car it's not for everybody obviously but if all you need is a city car um buy something old that's easy to maintain don't go and buy a brand new electric car that's going to cost you 30 grand or unless it's a honda city e and they are just the best the coolest thing ever but by the by um anyway i'm getting a bit you know being in my bonnet about sustainability um and the fact it's a much bigger question there is an episode i think i mentioned it before there's an episode um coming out fairly shortly where this is all discussed at length um but for now I'm going to leave it there because I'm going to get a beer in my bonnet. But it's really good anyway. The upshot is it's really fantastic news to see that Goodwood are investing in um, sustainable fuel. In terms of Porsche specific, Theon have released their new car, the GBR002. Um, and I've been on at Theon for months now to visit them. Um, and I, <laughs> I think I've just beaten them to a pulp. And, and yes, we're going to do that at some point in the new year. Um, hopefully when spring's kicked in and it's a little bit nicer uh, and then I can hopefully, fingers crossed, take out a Theon um, 
it's going to be epic. They are, if you haven't had a look at the Theon cars, they are unbelievably well built. I got at Goodwood, talking about Goodwood, it was this year, I pretty much climbed underneath it because I'm always a bit not suspicious, isn't the right, the, the right word, but curious to know whether someone you know a builder's paid as much attention to the things you can't really see as they do to the things you can there have been examples i'm not going to mention the names where i've seen cars that look on the surface like they're really really well built and it's really only when you start peering into where the hinges are or you know underneath a valance or just where it's you know you don't expect people to pay attention to for me i really look at those sorts of things and i saw that stuff wasn't finished well um not that i expected that with theon but i it was such a pleasant surprise to see you know the cat the the catches for the boot or the engine hatch um you know the all the mechanisms the hinges for everything everything was so beautifully detailed and then you've got this carbon fiber body draped over the top of it again which it shows enough of the carbon but it's not just showing raw carbon for raw carbon's sake um who the 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 level of restraint that's applied to those cars is really really deeply impressive so i'm really you know i've always said with this podcast that i'm so new relatively new to porsche i've got no real experience of driving anything air-cooled at all ever i've just been in some 356s now um and i'm starting to sort of work my way through the list but there's a big difference between being around them and then driving them so i'm hoping i'm really planning on 2024 is moving into less of the um less of the looking at and sort of dribbling over like everybody else does and more of the actual getting to experience some of this stuff of firsthand and then being able to share that with everybody on the channel um i know that's happening for a couple of brands that i'm that definitely got relationships with now you know, invited to Tut Hill, for example. I know I'm going to go again. I'm going to Tut Hill next year. That's being booked right now. Um, the they again, they were pretty happy with the the small episode that I did with, that was caught with Richard Tut Hill, which you can go and see on YouTube right now. Uh, a couple of episodes back. Um, yeah, so these things were all all really good. Cam manufactures the other one that we've had these conversations, and there's been an agreement for me to go and drive those cars. So um and 911 Ren Sport. So it's going to be a big year next year in terms of experiencing things and not just looking at them because there's only so much you can say when you can't actually can't actually drive something. So yeah, very 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 good and congratulations to Theon for the GPR002. Uh the next thing I saw it just dropped into my email box and again really enjoyed it which the collecting cars um company and i i know they're going global now but they haven't been global historically um they're from the uk and it's um it's really interesting to see when they put the their email content out i just i almost always delete everything that i get through the spam i hate spam i hate drunk mail you know if you ever sign up to anything from engineering the only time you'll ever get a, um an email drop is if it's particularly for an event or you've won something <laughs> that's basically it you will never get spammed i hate it so much so when i got this thing through from collecting cars i hovered over this the, the delete button only to see that um they that one of their topics was uh the 991 and what can you can expect to pay 
which piqued my interest. So I dived over and so, you know, clicked on the link. Um, they got their wish. And I had a really good read, and it was really, really interesting. And they were talking about paying um, about 40,000 British pounds for a base model Carrera, um, and then scaling up from that with the S. I learned a few bits that I did not know before. Um, I mean, I knew about the, the fact that it's a much more of an aluminium constru construction than a steel construction. Um, those sorts of things I had heard before. But it was really interesting to look at the 50th anniversary. I didn't know really anything about the 50th before. Um, and I just, I'm starting to think, wow, if I was to buy, I'm not going to buy another 911. I've just got my Cayman back. Um, but if I was going to buy one, that would be on the short list. Um, I didn't know that 1963, the, you know, obviously 1963, um, were made 10 mil lower with PASM, Fuchs inspired wheels. Yeah, I knew that. Houndstooth uh, cloth centers. Um, yeah, it just and based on a wide body car, but a Carrera S mechanicals um, with a power kit. Really, really cool. I don't think I'd do a great deal with it. It'd be another one of those cars that very, very subtle OEM plus additions. But um, but yeah, it's really cool. So it's a really well thought through article, and it goes through the entire range and talks about everything from uh, the base model all the way up to the touring, the 991 Speedster. Uh, and the GT2 RS. So yeah, just a really cool, um, I'd put a link in this, but there aren't really links particularly for um, Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but I will put in the link for the, in YouTube, um, as I said previously, YouTube is ramping up its um, podcasts being used through that, that particular um, outlet. So that's very good. Uh, finally, um, the next week, so this week, is all about uh, Alex Nash's Your Porsche Story. And we're gonna get to that in a sec. Next week will be RPM Technic, um, who I visited last summer, I think it was. And it's, it has been a little while. And every time I chat to Lydia, who is the person I uh, chat with for the uh, that long form uh, story, is uh, she, she was like, when's the episode coming out? When's the episode coming out? And I've always been like, very soon. Um, so it's actually be really nice to be able to message her and say, oh, by the way, the episode's going out next week. So Lydia, if you're listening, finally, I'm getting to do it. So, um, but it was a really lovely chat. And again, I'm going to get into it next week. So I don't want to put too many spoilers in, but I didn't realize RPM spanned all ages. I thought they were much more of a modern Porsche company. Um, but seeing their, pro their the workshop at the back of the premises that you'll see in the YouTube video, you realize how much... So not restoration work they specifically do, but curation, maintenance, but on a really deep level, just making sure that everything's right. Um, I was so impressed, and Lydia was so lovely and took so much time with me that, um, yeah, and I got an invite to go back at some point as well, which I need to organise, and we'll do that next year as well. But that episode's coming out next week. But th that wasn't what I was going to talk about. The bit I was going to talk about was Manti Racing have finally released the Manti Racing 4RS kit. Um, RPM are a Manti Racing uh, authorized dealer. So if, you've, if you're one of the handful of lucky people that have got a 4RS, and I am deeply, deeply envious of you, um, A, get in touch uh, and let's set something up and I kind of come and have a look and experience it for myself. Um, I would love that. But also get on the phone to um, RPM Technic and uh, get yourself booked in for that Manti kit to get fitted. Um, I don't know how much further they can go with the 
the Cayman. I mean, it's that's it, right? That was the end. That was the kind of big swan song. So, I mean, they did it in style, that's for sure. Um, and then next up, we'll be talking about the electric version. I'm not I'm kind of coming across like I'm anti-electric. I'm not. It's just it needs a lot more thought. Um, yeah. But we'll see. I think next year we're going to see a lot more of the uh, the Boxster electric and the Cayman electric platform. Um, and we'll take it as it comes. No judgment. We'll wait and see and hopefully get a drive and uh, figure it all out from there. The last thing I'm going to mention before we get into Alex Nash's, uh, I can't even speak, Alex Nash's 356, your Porsche story, is uh, me. I've got some news personally. I'm not going to mention the company I work for, my day job, in terms of the actual company name. You can go and Google my name and it'll come up because um, I do want to maintain some um, some distance because they're, they're not connected to engineering anyway. Um, but I work in the aviation sector. Um, my background is all engineering. Um, and finally, after doing lots of work on this, um, I'm picking up the role of STEM Outreach Program Manager. So for the company I work for, uh, my job is effectively going to be inspiring young people to get into STEM uh, jobs. And I'm absolutely over the moon that I'm going to get to do something similar to engineering and get paid for it by the day job and then do it in the for, for this as well. Um, it's, a, it's such a wonderful opportunity. I'm incredibly thankful to the company and everybody that supported me through to get to this stage. It's, it's an amazing thing. Um, I can't wait to, to learn more and be out and at careers fairs and colleges, schools, universities, um, the IET, um, the Royal Aeronautical Society, all sorts. So it's going to be a big year for the day job and a big year for engineering next year. Uh, and on that note, on that note, I'm going to hand over to, uh, to myself and Alex Nash and then I'll catch you back up at the end as normal. Well, welcome back to the Engineering YouTube and podcast and welcome to another episode of Your Porsche Stories. This car, I saw this car in London back in 2021, I think it was, in Old Bond Street in London and stumbled over it and couldn't get enough. Somehow I've ended up at getting to know Alex Nash that owns this car and he very kindly spent some time with me at the first Engineering Cars and Coffee this year, 2023, and let me talk to him all about his journey with this car and his other car that's currently in build so stay tuned for that and this is your Porsche stories for engineering the YouTube and podcast uh, Mr. Alex Nash hello sir how are you <laughs> doing very good yourself yes good, good. thank you um, this car so we'll get onto this car in a minute right but I try, I was trying to think about when I first noticed it and it was back when you were randomly parked in London and uh, was I... It, was, it Bond, was it Bond Street? Bond Street. Yeah, the back, yeah, down, yeah, down towards uh, yeah, St James's area. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just, I just saw this on the side of the road um, and I almost had a heart attack. I loved it so much. <laughs> I, it, it, it is absolutely stunning. Thank you. Thank um, you. But anyway, let's, your Porsche, this is your Porsche stories. This is, I think, the second or third one. Right, okay. Um, all of your Porsche stories is taking somebody back to the start yeah. of their car buying, car career. Right. But, um, 
let's learn about a little bit about you first. So your first, me- what's your first car kind of inspired memory? Like where did uh, that come from? I think with, with the Porsches, I th- my mum brought me like a, a Le Mans Sky Electric set as, right, a, as okay. a child. And it obviously had the, the 911, you know, the, the, the G50s, um, the G50s, G30s. Don't know. Yeah, G- I don't know. Anyway, so I had the, the wild tail and there was like a black car and a silver car. Yeah. And I think that was, I was probably about six, I think. And that was, for me, that, that was, was just, that was a thing. Just the whole shape. Of and how just, old were you then? You were... Probably six or seven, I think. Really? Yeah. Right. So probably, uh, yeah, 82, something like that. Right. Okay. So 82, 83. So that's six or seven. Yeah. Did this continue? Did that love of cars uh, continue? Or I think love it's, of I think it's continue then? Or? Yeah, I think it's always continued. You know, just the appreciation of of just vehicles, really. And yeah. but it's not until we get like later on in life, um, yeah, you can achieve what you want to achieve, yeah. really. And I also think you know, with the uh, the Top Gun, you know, Kenny McGillis and the Speedster, that yes. was that's just like an iconic. And I think that was yeah. probably was it 86, 85. Yeah, so that was like first first year of like secondary school I think that came right. out so okay. yeah it's very I, know, I mean it was an iconic film right? yeah, yeah. and that kind of yeah speeds to coming around like a bit of a like an oversteer see, yeah, yeah, parking yeah. up and it was all yeah. very showy but yeah I could totally get why and and so you kind of naturally got to this love of this shape this kind of model from that or is it yeah I think I think it was really <clears throat> yeah I okay. think it was you know is it is it form over function or function over form yeah so um yeah but you, you, this wasn't your, I mean, these weren't your first, because you've got more than one, we'll get to that. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but this wasn't your first, right? Or is it? No, what, what, what Porsche? Porsche? Yeah. Yeah, no, that is my first. Really? Yeah. Wow. So. Okay. So we are naturally getting to this then. Yeah. So what came first? This or the other one? Uh, this one. This one. This right. one. Okay. This one. This one and, came first. And I'm right in saying that this wasn't in this condition when you bought it, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was? Yeah. Right, it okay. Was. So right, let's wind the clock back then. You okay. t- talk me through. So... How, how did you become aware of this car? Where was it? Is it in the UK? Was it abroad? Where was it? So, yeah, it was on the, it was on the internet and actually not far from here um, in Hampshire. Right. And it was sold at Salon Prevry, I think, back in 2013. And the, the previous owner lived in New Zealand. And... Uh, he had it in Winchester. Um, um, yeah, what was it? Yeah, he had it in Winchester, and he had to release it to buy an Aston Martin that right, he had his okay. eye on. So was it advertised? Or was it yeah, it was advertised on Car and Classic. Right. Okay. So, but kind of like under the radar, I think, yeah, a little yeah. bit. So. Um, and then so you what? You just got in touch with the guy and said that looks. Yeah, ace. well, I went went down <laughs> I haven't there. I've got Porsche yet. Yeah, yeah. Why I, not went, start at the top, I went. So. I went, went down there and said you know these are the figures I'm you know thinking about and obviously they made the phone call to the guy out in New Zealand and we've done a deal so really yeah. and you never met the guy no I never met the guy wow no. so did you know much about his use of the car and like because uh, it, it this can't be original paint or anything no like no no that. originally it was red oh was it right okay so it's restored back in 2009 right. um right. yes yeah, so I purchased it as is and I've just had the engine rebuilt about 18 months ago right okay so okay and and for those and, and in, including me in this as well, yeah. for those that don't know what this is, what is this exact car? What is it? So is it? it's a 1959, obviously Porsche 356A. Yeah. So you had like the T1s, which were earlier, which were just a little bit more rounded, and then this is a T2. Right. Okay. And then before that, you had the the Gamont cars and yeah. uh, King of Scribes and right, okay. like the really early stuff yeah. from like the late 40s. Have you Austin. done all your research? to know that you wanted this particular car uh, or this like this year or is it more about you were looking for 
the car that kind of stood out to you and resonated with you and you were going to chase that? What I, I, I just wanted this. Did you? Yeah. Right. I just wanted, I just wanted, I just, uh, it's, it's one of those things, you know, if you've got like a, a design background, yeah, you know, I'm yeah. into very much in design and everything, it's, it's just a, a timeless classic. It's yeah. a bit like a Gibson Les Paul. It is. You know, for me, yeah, it's... Yeah. Um, what you want is a, a Les Paul <laughs> that's painted in the same colour, <laughs> like a, a really reddish rosewood fretboard or something. Yeah, yeah, really cool. so... Um, so we've got, so the paint colour is... Uh, fashion grey. Fashion grey. Yeah, which Original was... Original colour, or...? Uh, yeah, 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 so it's like a, a 53 colour. 53, right. So the guy that restored it obviously didn't want it to go red, so... Um, right. But it looks amazing. He put this colour on it, so... And then the interior colour originally was... Was red, red leather. Oh, cool, okay. Yeah. Right. And so then, it's red and red but leather. you didn't have the interior trimmed no, yourself? No, it was, was, done by it was all done. Three years ago. Yeah. So, Wicked. yeah. Amazing. So the engine, you had it rebuilt 18 months ago. Yep. Was it, because it's in, I mean, we'll get some shots in a sec, but it was in um, just normal working condition, but not yeah, that special? Just, or? No, it just, uh, it just needed some stuff doing to it. And it's right. like, if you're going to do it, just go wholeheartedly and just, yeah, yeah. And just, you did. Do, just do it, Cause do it, it is, once and do it right. And, yeah. and what I like about it is it's, um, it all feels right. It's not too, it's not too much like random chrome and, you know, like yeah, you yeah, kept yeah. it. Is it basically as it should be? Is yeah, there anything yeah, yeah, you've done yeah. that's not? No, it's it's um it's got bigger bigger heads on it and bigger valves right. just to keep up with, well just a bit more. So um, it's actually got something. Yeah, a, you yeah. know. So it, it cruises at seventy, happily, right? Happily, you know, and it, yeah, yeah. I've gone over a hundred in it, but obviously she's but an old girl. It's just is, like yeah. you know, you're kind of like apologising as you're doing. It's yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, bring yeah. you back down. Don't worry. <laughs> um, and what I love about this, and what, and obviously we've been getting to know each other a bit over the last few months, yeah. But, um, you use this car. I do. This this is not a show queen, right? This is not trailer. <laughs> not train queen. Uh, how long, it's been what? So three hours to get here or something like that, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yesterday. So yeah. you know, a few stops on route. You know, yeah. uh, Goodwood and a couple of other bits. Yeah. Because obviously that's down, you know, my neck of the woods. But um, yeah, went on the three five six international in Munich back in May. So there's like fifteen cars that left Harwich to the Hook of Holland, and then we took like three days to get down to Munich right right all three five sixes and then uh, so the international was in Munich that was like a two-day event over a weekend and then I headed south to Austria and Gmunt where, where it first started and then came right. over the Grossglockner which was open that day it was the first day because obviously it was still snow-capped can, we do, can I get some pictures off you and I'll, yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, chuck yeah, some yeah, pictures yeah, in okay. now of some of that tour yeah um, but yeah literally and it was all right it was like it's enjoyable absolutely not stunning. stressful not stressful at all wow. not stressful at all Oh, it's, it's just yeah and then yeah so yeah 2,000 miles give Jeez. or take give or take a few so uh, yeah wow. but yeah you know I've, I've been to Amsterdam in it to um, uh, Zambort the Zambort Historic last year and then went down to Dijon as well the Dijon Prenoir why but yeah it's been to the Cotswolds and, that, and that's the plan right is to just keep using it well yeah it's just all year round well, not winter obviously because yeah. it, it does get cruddy and everything like yeah, that it's so the salt's a nightmare right yeah so. i have taken yeah i did get i took it to vista for the porsche thing at christmas yeah and you get caught out in the snow on the way back which right. was a bit a bit twitchy a bit hairy yeah yeah because yeah. it's like you touch the brakes you've got no way you've got nothing literally it. nothing yeah it's just like you know being on, on, on being on skates yeah, ice, ice yeah, skates, yeah. So. Cool. Okay, so that's this car. Um, we'll get. We've already got some nice B-rolls. So you'll see some of that now. Um, let's talk about the other one. <laughs> Not content with having one three five six. 
I've got another one. Got another so, one. So, so where did, like, because and that is not in this condition at all. No. And that is not going back to a kind of stock-ish car. That's going to be a resto mod, right? Or it's, it's going to be like, like a, a GT spec car. So it's all period correct. Um, but yeah, I bought the car. I needed, knew it needed work, but the level that it needed was. Did you know it needed as much work as it did? No. Right. So this is yet another one of those. Uh, buy it, get a specialist to check it. Well, not even that. So you you looked at it yourself. And yeah, went, yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. been sort of put, but uh, no, 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 no. It was it was all so PRS up at Billericay. They're the three five six guys. Yeah, yeah. So um, they broke the deal, sort of thing. Fine. So it's fine. You know, Paul known the calf like donkey shears. Oh, okay, right. Um, good. good. I both, you know, both know it needed work. Fine, okay. So, but once you're in deep, it's an open checkbook. You, get on you, with you, it. you yeah, just yeah. got to keep on going. So, and and where is it now? It's it's, it's paint up to paint. So isn't it? so it should be an epoxy at, at some point this week. That's um, exciting, right? But the guy that's undertook all the metal work, he restored this. Did he? Right. So he, uh, yeah, his name is in the file. Uh, wow, you know, he's got like cool. a leather bound file on this. And I was at a car show down in Hastings a few years back, and he comes running out of the pub, saying, "Oh, this used to be my car." Wow! So I said, "You're Lewis, aren't you?" And he said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So anyway, so kept in contact, and about four years ago, I said, "You know, I'm looking at, to doing a, a restoration. Would you be interested?" And so yeah, and they jumped just, at it, and said, just jumped it. it. I said, "You know, this is what it is a week. You know, hand over your money." So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, for me, I restore like listed buildings, so I get it. Oh, right, okay. So, so I, that I kind of curation and um, a, an element of sensitivity about what the design should was originally and where you want to take it. Yeah, kind of and, all and part not of your process, right? Yeah, and it's just like you can't. Uh, what's the word? Um, you've just got to go with it, you know, yeah, yeah. because you trust other people to undertake yeah. works, and it's just like, well, this needs doing. Well. If it needs doing, just do it. You know, yeah. let, let's do it right first time. There's yeah. no point cutting corners, and so it's, 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 it's you know it's the same level of restoration is yeah, what yeah. I do. So I, I get it. I do get it. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and are you, have you got a? I mean, it's probably the wrong question to ask. Really. Have you got a finishing date in mind? Did so you guys discuss that, or is it kind of like? Oh, a, no, it, actually, it's probably easier to predict now than it was six months ago. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's done the meta work. So now it's it got soda blasted again to get all the imperfections out of it, yeah, yeah, and of just course. so that the painters are happy with. Yeah. You know, the product they put on is got longevity. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So you have got a date in mind? I'd like it to be road ready for like March Fine. next okay. year. So next season, basically. Next se- be, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but over like the last three years, I've been uh, collecting all, you know, bits and pieces, you know, like Lamerts, steel wheels, chrome steel wheels, and GT tanks and speedster seats. And That's so cool. Um, is most yeah. of what you've collected is most of it either new old stock or kind of uh, uh, original uh, Porsche stuff or is it a mix of bit, mi- you know, mi- yeah mi- mix of both really yeah, yeah. so you know that they are making uh, like GT tanks you know right. and, and Simonson that are over in Germany they do all the you know the panels and everything yeah, yeah. like the floor plans and inner wings and such like perfect you know but there's some Amazing. things that are on, on the shelf that have to be fabricated yeah, so. yeah of course there is so, yeah. And you're and you, at what point did you firm up the colour and the kind of oh it, so it, so did you, it, you had that in mind early on or does that come to you a bit later on? It, it was a driver when I got it, but it was bogged up with filler, yeah. literally like yeah. the nose cone. 
I've still got the original nose cone, so I'm going to put that as a bit of wall art. So nice. It's, so it's in the back garden, just rusting away at the Is moment. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so cool. So, and then I'll probably put the old uh, number plate back on it. Yeah, just yeah, hand yeah. write it and just That's beat so it up cool. a bit again. So. And and you, can you share what the colour's going to be in the... Oh, yeah, it'd be ma- metallic silver. Metallic silver. Which, which is what it came out of the factory. Fine. And then red interior again? Or? No, brown leather. Brown. So Fine. got like cool. an Italian leather, so it's not a Porsche. It's Fine. something completely different, but it's... Yeah, I saw the level on a Ferrari on a build sheet for a modern Ferrari, and I thought that's, that's the way. That's the one. That's the one that I want. Yeah, have you got? And you've got a trimmer there in mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all kind of like lined up. So perfect. And the transmission's already been built. That was rebuilt. Yeah, yeah. About eighteen months ago, and then Paul up at PRS is is building me um, like an SC engine. Right. So okay. get as much. It's going to be pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. For, it will for be, a yeah, be, be about one hundred and thirty brake. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then Sebring exhaust. So I, think that, sound good so I think they yeah. can nick a, you know, a few horsepower here and there, yeah, you know, yeah. a couple of horsepower here and there. I can't wait to see it. Um, <laughs> well, if it's all right, can we, well, can we yeah. do a shoot when it's... Yeah, so the Instagram's uh, PAS underscore 177. PAS underscore yeah, 177. which is the registration plate. So. Yeah, fine. So if you want to go and watch <laughs> and see this, and you're posting photos as and when they come yeah, to yeah, you, Yeah, 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 yeah. Fine, okay. I've only just really got into social media, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, I mean, it's worth going to have a look because it gives you a bit of a backstory anyway. Yeah. And this car's account is, or have you got, it was this part of your personal account? Yeah, this account. is my personal account, and yeah. And that is? Alex J. Nash. Alex J. Nash. Yes. Yeah, so. Cool. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> I'm really grateful. I, I'm Selfishly, I'm going to cut the camera and I'm going to have a little walk around and have a proper look because I'm not had a chance. And um, Ryan, the filmographer, has already been and shot some B-roll, so. Nice. Um, Alex, thank you so much. My pleasure. Uh, this is the, yeah, your Porsche story. If you're interested in doing your Porsche story yourself, get in touch. Uh, Instagram is at Engineering UK. Uh, it's probably the best place to catch me. Um, and we'll catch you up another time. Thank you ever so much for watching. Thank you. And we'll see you again. Cheers. Goodbye. What a nice guy, Alex Nash, you say. Um, super humble. You know, he's got two 356s. One in build, one complete that's perfect, that doesn't need anything, it's been driven around Europe. Um, and he's ended up being a good mate. You know, we've, we've got to know each other really well in that last sort of 18 months. Um, I'm still to go out for a drive in that car and I'm really looking forward to it. So, Alex, if you, I'm pretty sure I'll be listening to this. Um, let's get that something sorted out for summer next year. Um, if you want to be on your Porsche stories yourself, you can reach out to me either through Instagram and you can DM me at UK on Instagram. Uh, you can email me direct, info at reengineering.com or uh, carrier pigeon, uh, warthog, horse, gerbil, you name it. If you want to get in touch, just get in touch and I'm always up for a chat. So um, my voice, as you can hear, is really failing on me. So I'm going to leave it there for now and uh, I will see you next week for the RPM Technic episode and take care. I hope you're all very well. Have a lovely run up to Christmas and fingers crossed you don't get some horrible illness like I have right now. Take care everybody. Bye for now. Welcome to the Engineering YouTube and podcast. If this is your first time at this podcast, welcome. Lovely to see you. Uh, this podcast is all about cars, Porsche, and the Porsche lifestyle, whether it's looking at the technical aspects of engineering in cars and Porsche, 
or whether it's the uh, experiences, the road trips, and the people around it that make it what it is. If that sounds like if that if that sounds like what you're interested in, then stick around. <laughs>